The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome, everyone. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Steve Howard, sales consultant and author of Boomer Selling. Well, it's uh, wonderful to have everyone join us today after a great July 4th uh, holiday weekend. In spite of the heat, 102 here in Houston, uh, the weekend was a popular shopping holiday. However, in a tough economy with nearly 10% of working people unemployed, promotional sales were everywhere to entice the buyers. Well, our guest today has a different way of looking at our economic potential. His research shows that 70% of the wealth and 50% of the disposable income is in the hands of the baby boomer generation. His contention is that by selling effectively to this target group, we can revive the economy. He is so convinced of this strategy that he calls this generation the economic boomers. Now, that is an intriguing proposition for everyone who has something to sell. For those who want to find a new job or advance your career, listen up because... Many hiring authorities are, well, guess what, boomers. You have to sell them on your talent and the ability to deliver to their bottom line. For those who have an entrepreneurial idea or an independent business proposal, you too can benefit from knowing how to sell to the boomers and gain a loyal customer base. Well, before we introduce Steve to shed light on his strategy, uh, let me share a little bit about his background. Steve Howard is nationally known speaker and writer. He's founder of the ACT Group, a training and consulting firm based in Phoenix, Arizona. The unique perspective he brings to his readers, audiences, and clients comes from his diverse background. His marketing and sales responsibilities have included distributing psychological warfare leaflets from a low-flying airplane in Vietnam, establishing a new statewide territory for a national service organization, and designing effective sales and marketing programs for his clients on limited budgets. Steve is author of 50 Low-Cost Ways to Acquire New Customers and his latest book for selling. He has also created the four-day no-pressure sales uh, program uh, that has helped the ACT Group's clients increase profits through knowledge for over 15 years. Welcome, Steve. Hi, Ken and Cheryl. Great talking to you. Well, it's good to have you here. Tell us uh, a little bit more about your consulting practice and how you came to write Boomer Selling. Well, we've got seven full-time amazing trainers that uh, travel the country helping people. And one of the things that we've done since 1985 is to help our clients have better jobs, uh, better pay, and, and get a better life by learning how to sell better. Well, that's music to our ears. Well, that's that's good because, you know, today... 
with the economy being the way it is, we have to kind of ratchet up our skills, and boomer selling is one way to do that by understanding who the boomers are, how they buy, and, and to what you said is if we're talking to them about a job, uh, what pushes their buttons? Well, doing the homework is really important. You obviously have taken a look at Job Search, a total system. And I think as we go through the show today, we're going to find a lot of uh, parallels with what you teach in your sales programs, uh, Steve, and what we teach uh, people about how to sell themselves, uh, whether they're out of a job or looking for a better job or just wanting to advance their career. Uh, your premise about the baby uh, boomer generation having the wealth and buying power to bring us out of the recession is very logical according to the statistics uh, and the, uh, on buying power, of course. So what is stopping us from making it happen? Well, one of the things about baby boomers is that we're very complex. <laughs> on one hand, we're cautious buyers that are very risk-averse, and on the other hand, we're emotionally driven buyers. And one of the things that's keeping baby boomers from buying right now is we're quite frankly waiting for consultants to tell us or show us how the benefits of what we want outweigh the price. So part of it's in the hands of the people out there selling things. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, why are baby boomers, let's go to basics here, make sure everybody's aware of that uh, generation you're talking about. Why are they the energy engine uh, that drives our economy? And by the way, for our listeners, I'm one of those baby boomers, so <laughs> relate to what Steve's saying. Uh, one of the reasons we're the engine that drives the economy, quite frankly, kind of goes back to a, a guy named Willie Sutton in the 50s who uh, escaped from jail and, and robbed a bunch of banks. And, and when he was caught in Sunnyvale, New York, the reporter asked him a question, uh, Mr. Sutton, why do you rob banks? And do you remember his famous answer? That's where the money is. That's where the money is. <laughs> So why are we the engine that drives the economy? That's where the money is. We've got 50% of the disposable income in America, and because 70% of our economy is driven by consumer buying, and consumer buying is driven by disposable income, that makes us the engine, because we've got the extra money to go out and buy things beyond the basic needs. And if we're just buying basic needs and commodities, our economy is going to stall forever. Dave, if you would, tell us a little bit about how your background has uh, impacted what you're doing now. I'm fascinated by your uh, the psychological warfare. In the Marine Corps, we use a different kind of psychological warfare, but is that how you started your career uh, in the Air Force? And, and walk us through a little bit of that. And well, I started out as an aircraft mechanic, and when I got to Vietnam, uh, they needed people to fly. Actually, <laughs> Air Force is smart. How would you like to have a, an 18-year-old kid fix an airplane that you're working on? So the Air Force had a really neat idea that if you would fix the airplane one day and then you had to fly on it the next day, uh, you'd probably do a better job of fixing it the first day. <laughs> Real smart. So uh, that's kind of what happened there, and it, uh, it became a lot of fun. And, and um, quite frankly, Ken, um, one of the things that happened is once you realize that the, the most important thing is waking up tomorrow, everything else is kind of secondary, and so it kind of gives you a better view on life. And the reason we started this business, quite frankly, was to help other people do a better job of selling, and that's helped us. So it's kind of a, it, it's all about helping people, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. But see, one of the things that uh, I'm out here in beautiful California, I'm in Lake Tahoe and helping veterans and working with many people who are really struggling with today's economy. And, and one of the things that I see all the time, Steve, is 
a huge generation gap between the boomers and today's young kids. Share with us your observations on that and how you build that into your success factor. You know, it's interesting. If you take a look at baby boomers, our parents and grandparents had a huge influence on who we are and what we do. They went through the Depression. They went through the Second World War. I remember my parents, which were, who were older, talking about the Depression, making spaghetti with uh, Campbell's tomato soup, and, and how tough things were. And when I was a kid at home, I'd always have to turn the light out when I left the bedroom. And, and those things stuck with us. And I think it helped us save money, Ken. I think it helped us um, do a better job of investing and putting a little bit more away than what we had. And today, quite frankly, uh, Gen X and Gen Y, uh, had parents that probably wanted to give them, and I'm one of those parents, that didn't want them to suffer. That, that, that tried to give them everything. And if you take a look at what happened in 2005, we had a negative savings rate. We, we spent more as a nation than we saved. And so we can't do that very long without going bankrupt. And the other thing about generations is most boomers, boomers didn't grow up with, we grew up with television, but we didn't grow up with computers. And Gen X and Gen Y today are amazing. If they want information, they go to the Internet. And many times they'll go into a store and they'll know more about a product than the consultant that's trying to sell it. They they know the features and facts and the benefits. The problem is when they're trying to sell to us, who are emotional buyers, we don't really care about the features and facts until we know that they understand what we're looking for. Ask us some questions. Find out a little bit more about us. That's a dramatic difference in the way of selling, uh, isn't it, Steve? And, and that, that carries across almost anything you're trying to sell, whether it's tangible or intangible. It, it, it really is, Cheryl, and, and it really comes down to some really basic things. And, and it's the first one is if you ask the right questions and then if you monopolize listening, and this is the biggest mistake that consultants make today, whether it's boomers, consultants, or Gen X or Gen Y, they want to talk. They want to tell about the product but you've got to find out what's important to clients and monopolize listening. Steve, that's exactly what Job Search the Total System is all about. Thousands of our clients over the years have succeeded, and it's simply because we are really emphatic about working harder, smarter, longer to research the company, to do your homework, to learn as much as you can about it, and that takes an enormous amount of time and energy but when you indeed are willing to work harder, smarter, longer, and love it in the process, your success is almost guaranteed simply because you're in the 1% doing far more than 99% of your competitors. Uh, and we also, that ties uh, into a concept we have in the book called a value monopoly. When you do the research and you know exactly what the client wants and, and your head's and shoulders above everybody else, You've created a monopoly. Exactly. There's only one place to go to get you, and that's you. And exactly we also right. we also teach not to, as you're saying, Steve, not to talk too much, not to tell more than what the interviewer wants to know or needs to know in order to have that emotional connection with you. Well, Cheryl, that you're so right, and that's so hard to do because whether you're in a sales situation or an interview situation for a job. Our nerves kick in, our emotions kick in, and the natural thing is to talk where it really takes some skills and practice and professionalism to learn how to be quiet. Well, and that practice is very, very important. Now, getting back to your premise here, why are most companies 
wasting money going after the wrong customers. Because quite frankly, they don't know that we have the money and that we're willing to spend it. They think that when, when we get to be 45, 50, 60 years old, that we've already bought the furniture, we've already bought the cars and the houses, and we quit buying things. Not true. The, other, the thing that most marketers and salespeople forget is we're buying a lot of things for our children and grandchildren. It may be our kids that are, that are buying things, but we're the ones that are paying the bills and have an influence on it. Wow, that's a very, very good point. And when we get back from break, uh, Steve, I want you to uh, share with us how you were able to create the Boomer Code. So we'll be back in just a few moments. Stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zit. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really bad. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're talking with Steve Howard, sales consultant and author of Boomer Selling. And we're learning a lot of the techniques to... uh, uh, be able to sell no matter what you're selling, whether it's yourself or products and services. What has enabled you, uh, Steve, to crack the boomer code? Excellent question, Cheryl. I, I, I've been blessed by God to be the average C student and to, to, to be the average person. And I guess I'm just the average baby boomer. I, I've been to Haight-Ashbury once. I've been to, to Vietnam twice. I've owned a Mustang and a Pinto and a, a Volkswagen, seen the Grateful Dead, seen George Jones, seen the birth and death of, the death of, of disco. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's always fascinated me, um, different cultures, and we, quite frankly, boomers are a culture, and also demographics and, and what's happening uh, to our economy with this pig in the python of this big, huge group that was born right after the Second World War until about 1964 that is going to be eating up Social Security, that's going to be changing uh, health care and, and, and drug manufacturing and products and services and careers for the future. And, and that's the other interesting thing is careers are changing and there's huge opportunities in the right career fields. Steve, that is exactly what I'm seeing out here in California. One of the reasons I'm out here, in addition to it being a beautiful environment, is studying the culture. Uh, I just came uh, back from a Fourth of July party. Ken, we can't hear you. I'm out here with my two Cocker Spaniels, and I am um, tra- traveling the country. This gentleman stopped me and says, what a great addition to my party. Will you come to my Fourth of July party? So Pooh Tigger and I went to the party, but listening to the people and listening to their Problems. I mean, California right now is in almost complete collapse. It's in bankruptcy. Uh, state employers are getting IOUs, as are pensioners, uh, people who absolutely need an income. And it's unbelievable the problems we're having out here. So the cultural issue, Steve, is a huge one all around the country. It is. It is. And the interesting thing, uh, what happens in California when it sneezes, the rest of the country catches the flu. So exactly. This isn't a very good sign. No, I hope it's not a foreshadowing of what we're going to see uh, across the U.S. But what are some of the solutions that you recommend for for those who are finding themselves in an area that's that's down? Um, I mean, you're a salesperson. What what do you recommend that they do to help turn things around for themselves? They need to do the things that they want to quit doing. And the, the, the number one thing that happens when economies get tight and incomes slow down is that we want to quit advertising, we want to quit marketing, we want to quit staying in touch with our customers because we don't see that instant, that instant hit or that instant result. 
And then we quit training our people because we think of that as an expense instead of an investment. And so the two things that they should do, the, the, the worse the economy, the more money they have to spend in reaching out to clients and future clients and training their people to do a better job of dealing with their customers, i.e., learning how to sell the way that their clients want to buy. And Steve, one of the things that came up in this party was this executives. I mean, there's 25, 30 executives who are saying, you know, hey, we're boomers, and these kids today want everything handed to them. They don't want to work harder, smarter, longer like we did to get where we are, and I keep saying to them, and we keep saying to them, it is critical that you're willing to put in the time and effort to succeed just as your parents did. You can't sit back and watch things to, to watch things change, can you? You, you, you can't, and, and we're so fortunate in our company. Our company is run, um, the, the, the support side of the company is run by Gen Xers who work 12 and 14 hours a day to, to make things happen. Wow. Because, quite frankly, they've got a stake in the company. Wow. The more successful the company is, the more successful they're going to be. And, and, and so they get it, and that's just darned exciting. Well, if we're going to be selling to boomers, uh, we have to know what they like. So you mentioned a few things. Why are boomers tough customers? You know, we're the first culture or the, the, the first group of folks that have been sold to since we were old enough to sit in a high chair with the, in front of a black and white television set. And think about all the commercials that we've seen all of our lives. And then think about all the things that we've bought. We've probably bought more things than our parents and grandparents combined. And the interesting thing is we've had positive experiences and negative experiences. And those, those negative buying experiences, Cheryl, have a lot more cognitive staying power. And they're the ones that we remember. And so every time that we're in a sales situation, our subconscious mind or our gut feelings come into place and our, our shields go up and we're afraid that we're going to be taken advantage of or manipulated. So, so we have defense shields that, that Captain Kirk would be proud of. <laughs> I can relate. Steve, I want to pick up on a comment you made just a minute ago, and that's the Gen Xers you have on your staff who are working 12, 14 hours a day. This is exactly the message that we try to get through to our younger clients. And for our many, many listeners who are Gen Xers and also baby boomers, uh, share your thoughts on the Gen Xers and how exciting it is to work harder, smarter, longer, but something you love, something you've become part of, something that can be yours, and how you can pass that on to your own generations. You know, Ken, I don't think, speaking for our team, that they would be putting the hours in that they do if it was just the money. Exactly. It has to be something that, that, that they love and they love the training business, and they love the interaction with the clients. And I think more importantly, they love making a difference in people's lives. And once that's in play, uh, I remember when I worked in a warehouse, and the clock would go extra slow. I think it went backwards sometimes because I hated unloading trucks. But when you're doing something you're passionate about and you love, the clock goes so fast that you forget what time it is. And, Steve, again, for our listeners, many kids today listen to the bad economy, read bad news in the newspaper, watch the tube, and everything is bad, and they think, oh, me, uh, nothing can be done. I mean, what am I going to do? They fall into this funk, and they really don't understand that they can grab hold of so many wonderful opportunities out there 
by by taking hold of it. Ken, you're so right, and it goes back to the value monopoly. If, if they do things that nobody else can provide, there is a job for them out there, and there are people that would love to have them on their team, no matter how bad the economy is. If you take a look at the Depression, we had unemployment reaching 25%, and there was a lot of money being made during the Depression. There was a lot of suffering, but the people that did the smart things the right way were successful no matter what the economy was. Exactly you know, right. in a total system, we talk about the one percenters. And, you know, it doesn't mean that only one out of 100 can do this. It's just those who get it and who actually move forward and make it happen. Well, Cheryl, that kind of goes back to you and Ken and I. We probably worked a little bit harder at the beginning, and we risked quite a lot by going into business as entrepreneurs because we wanted to live the American dream. And that goes back to what Ken is doing and his feelings about veterans and the military. But at the bottom line, liberty has given us the American dream, and you and Ken and I grew up where we could live the American dream, and the American dream is still alive and well for those that are willing to go out and seek it, but it requires a little bit more work than the average person. And see, we... Cheryl and I have been workaholics all our lives, but we're not workaholics because we have to be. We are workaholics because we love to be. Uh, Eustress. Eustress is positive stress. Uh, Distress is negative stress. There are many, many workaholics who are stress seekers, people who love to work, who want to work harder, smarter, longer, and achieve success. But it's not because anybody forces them to do it. It's because they want to do it and they love to do it. And that's the message we want to get through in Job Search Total System. Well, it's interesting. Stress comes from doing things you don't like to do and doing things you have no control over. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if you, find a, if you find a place that you want to be, the stress goes away. Oh, there's no question about it. We've seen that time and time again. You know, there are a couple things, you, uh, other things you pointed out about the boomers that I'd like to get in here. Uh, for one thing, we know we're special, me being one of the boomers. Uh, and, and so we believe that we should be recognized for being unique. And the other thing is is that we love to bargain and haggle and squeeze concessions from salespeople. I mean, that's our favorite thing to do. And we say, uh, is that the best you can do? So knowing these things about the boomers, um, how do you go about creating confidence with a potential boomer customer? Uh, excellent question. It, when it comes down to it, I really believe that the lion's share of boomers trust people more than products. And so when it comes down to it, that confidence is all about creating trust. And so once we have trust in the person that we're buying from, our stress goes away. And so two ways to do that is one is, is to create trust and every detail about a product that we don't understand creates an element of risk that could reduce the sale. And the second way, Cheryl, is by selling premium products. Because if you really want to reduce the risk, premium products, we've learned over the years that the better the product, the more reliable the product, um, and quite frankly, the, the more we spend, the, the less we risk in the long run. We, we've learned the, the hard way uh, that the, the, the cheap stuff breaks, and we may have to do it twice. Oh, and we hate doing it twice. But we've all been there, and that kind of <laughs> goes back to how we've learned to be uh, kind of tenacious buyers today because uh, 
We don't want to do that again. Exactly. Well, when we get back from break, we're going to get into a little bit more about Boomer uh, selling and buying. So stay tuned. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life an ordinary sunny day an ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids and they were doing nothing they were couch slouching they were rug imitating and lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly huh Hey guys, that's a personal foul. An active activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players on your lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. We're talking with Steve Howard, sales consultant and author of Boomer Selling, and we're learning a lot of intricacies of <clears throat> really successful selling, uh, not only to boomers, but really in general. And so we really appreciate your being with us today, Steve. Now, you talked earlier about uh, how boomers really hate manipulative sales, and uh, and I certainly can relate to that, but... You also mentioned that one reason U.S. automakers are having a hard time selling cars today is because of this. Can you explain that a little bit more? I would love to. I think that, speaking for myself as the average boomer, I love driving new cars. I hate buying new cars. And I think a lot of people hate buying new cars because the techniques and tactics are so manipulative. If you take a look at what the automobiles do, automobile dealers do is the first thing is it takes hours to buy a car it it, it takes we helped our daughter buy a car a few months ago and it took six and a half hours and she already knew what she wanted and the reason for that is they've got the misguided belief that time equals commitment so the more time you spend buying the less likely you are to go down the road and buy the same car from somebody else cheaper the second thing is they don't give their Sales reps, they're consultants, the, the authority to sell a car. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard this phrase, I need to talk to my sales manager? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they have, they, they don't have the ability to, to, to sell you a car, and so you're being manipulated and they grind you down. And then the third thing is, as soon as you've agreed on the price of the car, that's only a sale. There's a series of sales. Now the next sale is you go in and they sell you on financing which they make money on. And then they sell you on undercoating, and then they sell you on accessories. And before you know it, you're so worn down. It kind of reminds me of Leo and being worn down in, in, in the Hanoi Hilton last week. Uh, not nearly as severe, but what a terrible way to sell anybody anything today. So what do you suggest that the, the dealers do? Wouldn't it be refreshing if they, as you came in and they would just ask you, some really smart questions to find out what you're looking for. And they, they again, monopolize listening to find out what was really important. And then they did something interesting. They worked in your best interest. They tried to sell you what you were looking for and try, instead of trying to sell the most expensive thing on the car lot or the ones that, that they've got the special on this week or, or the one that they've got uh, uh, a special concession on. You know, Dr. W. Edward Deming said 94% of all failure is caused by the wrong process, not by the wrong people. And so the number one thing they need to do, Cheryl, is to change the sales process from this manipulative sales process to, I would hope, it would be the boomer selling process. See, many of our listeners are indeed looking for new careers. The career they've had has gone away or the company has gone away and they're saying, well, I'm not really a salesman, but do you think I have potential in that? Here for thousands and thousands of our listeners, the fact that they do have the potential and how they can learn the skills and abilities that you're teaching. Jim, you're, you're right because selling is skills. You're, you're not a born salesperson. It's skills 
and anybody that has the ability to articulate good questions and listen to people and genuinely care can do an amazing job of selling it. And, 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 and this is the, the next part is it doesn't matter what your education is or who your parents are or what country you came from or what side of the tracks you came from or what your political affiliation is. The only thing that matters when you're in sales of the United States of America is how much value you provide your customer. And if you could provide more value than anybody else can, you have a job for life. Steve, let me give you a perfect example of what you're saying and how it ties into exactly what we're doing. Job search total system is nothing about our clients reading the book, learning the system. I'm sitting here looking at what we call a total system personal commitment contract. Okay, We have a contract with our clients. And that basically says, in essence, that you're willing to work harder, smarter, longer in exchange for a better job, better company, better pay. And the amazing results that our clients get is simply because they buy into it. When they go into an interview, okay, they sell themselves. When you talked about earlier the premium product, the premium product is themselves. And they go in and they sell the interviewer on how much they can impact that company's bottom line. They've done their homework, they've done their research, and they go in and talk about how much they can make them, how much they can save them. And the interviewer is sitting there blown away because they've never, ever seen an interviewee this prepared. This is exactly how our clients get better job, better pay, better life. Isn't it amazing? At the end of the day, because we are a capitalistic free enterprise system, it's the return on investment, and if we can help our clients have a bigger impact on their investment with a return, we have a job for life, and so I love what you're saying because it's not rocket science, and you don't have to be a Ph.D. from MIT or Phi Beta Kappa. All you have to do is to do the smart things well. It's the simplest thing in the world, and it doesn't require, as you say, an education, an intellect, or anything else. All you have to be willing to do is put in the extra time and the extra effort to make it happen. But, Ken, what we're talking about here is you have to have a process. Oh, absolutely. And if you if you don't have a process or if you don't have the right process, it's not going to happen. And that's, that's what's exciting about Boomer Selling. It's not just a book. It's a process to help people have better lives, better pay, <laughs> and better jobs. And, Steve, that's exactly how we began. You worked so hard at building your system. Cheryl and I built our system because there wasn't any. When we built Job Search the Total System in 1988, there was no system. You had a book on interviewing and a book on uh, marketing and a book on closing, but nothing about the whole system tied together, and the results have been absolutely amazing. And that's what I, that's going back to what Cheryl's question is, why did I write Boomer Selling, is to take all these bits and pieces. If you take a look at most sales books, they focus on how to close the sale. Closing the sale is a natural conclusion. If you do everything else right, People are going to buy, and if, you, if, they, if they don't, there's a series of things to do to review what's important to them because it's their idea. They, Aristotle, the, the Greek philosopher, says men do not resist their ideas. So if, if you've got a process that it's their idea, and that's what you're talking about with total career systems, when your clients are in front of a client, it becomes the client's idea to hire them. And the beauty of it, Steve, is that our clients sit there, and the interviewer is now saying not only... Am I going to hire this person? But, wow, they need a bigger job. They need more money. And in that interviewer's head, you've already built a bigger job for more money, and it's a psychological process. It's absolutely amazing. Because it's the interviewer's idea, not the client's idea. Exactly. 
Exactly. You said it earlier. The simplest things are the easiest, and the hardest thing for people to do is to embrace simple things. Exactly right. Well, you know, uh, what, what this leads us back to the idea of um, selling, uh, that baby boomers have this hidden need to sell themselves. And, you know, uh, even when you're in the interviewer, very often the, the interviewee is sitting there and instead of being asked questions, they're being sold on the company. So how can that knowledge be applied to, to, to sell them? You know, the, the, again, Aristotle said something else that was interesting 2,400 years ago. He says, the fool tells me his reasons. The wise man persuades me with my own. Brilliant. And so what we need to do is to find out what those reasons are. And that goes back to what you said earlier about job search is read the annual report. What does the company do? How do they make money? What are the, where, what are the problems they had last year, last quarter? Uh, listen to the quarterly uh, interview with the analysts uh, on, on Yahoo, and, and you can hear all the executives telling you what they need to do and what problems they have. And you go in to solve those problems. You look like a genius because you understood your client better than anybody else. And that's what boomer selling is about. Exactly. And say, well, what we do oftentimes is talk about going in as an entrepreneur, going in as a consultant and or a contract person. There are always golden opportunities in a company if you simply look for them, listen for them, and they're there to be had. You know, Kevin, when I first went into business, I stood on the interstate with this big cardboard sign that said, we'll consult for food. <laughs> and it was the first four years were tough, but what I did is I would go into a company and I would ask every one of the coworkers what problems they had, then I'd write a report and I'd sit down with the executives and tell them what problems they had and they're going, Wow, you found all this out, it's amazing, here's your check. That's exactly how we build our business in the very beginning. We know, and there's, the a corollary, there's a corollary to understanding the problems, and you discuss it uh, a whole chapter on the importance of customization uh, to selling to boomers. Why is that the case, and how can customization make the difference in the boomer sale? It kind of goes back to Henry Ford. Henry Ford, at one time, Ford Motor Company owned 60% of the new car market share, 60%. And within 23, per, 23 years, their market share dropped down to 20%. It was amazing. They controlled the market, and it was all because stubborn Henry Ford said, you can have the Model T in any color you want as long as it's black. Hmm. And even our grandparents wanted something that was different than everybody else's. And that's come today full circle with boomers. If you take a look at our parents and grandparents during the Second World War, they were lucky to find sugar on the shelves. They were lucky to find coffee. They were lucky yeah. to find tires and gasoline. And today, you go to the store and there's how many different kinds of soap, how many different kinds of milk, how many different kinds of cereal, how many different kinds of sugar or sweeteners. So today, it's impossible to find two boomers that used exactly the same products in the same ways. We customize our entire lives. When we buy a premium product or something besides the lowest cost minimum solution, we want it to be special for us. I think that's very true. And uh, there is a caveat, though, because I read the other day where some of the stores are beginning to narrow the number of choices because from, a, um, from an influencing standpoint, we had another 
expert in that area come on a show recently, and he was saying that when you have too many choices, you actually get confused. I totally agree with that. That's why we need a consultant to guide them through this maze of choices. Uh, I was oh, reading a magazine the other back, day that said... We're going to pick up on that point, so don't go away. Okay. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life and now a weather update winds out of the south southeast at nine miles an hour citizens of america this is a message from feedthepig.org do not be alarmed we are here to help you save yourself according to public records americans spent more money than they earned in 2005 this is the first negative savings rate in the u.s since the great depression america we must change our behavior We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at feedthepig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to feedthepig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Self-leadership is more important than corporate leadership. In the hustle and bustle world we live in, we need to be reminded that in all failures and successes, we are the common denominators. Each week, let Daniel Gutierrez help bring you the tools you need to manage self-leadership, resulting in self-success. Make your mark in your industry. Make sure you listen to Right Here, Right Now, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. 
Welcome back. We're talking with Steve Howard, sales consultant and author of Boomer Selling. And we've talked a lot of, about a lot of different techniques and about the boomers and what's unique about them and how they like to be sold to and what they don't like. Uh, summarize, if you will, for us, Steve, the eight steps of your process. I just want to make sure that we get into that there is indeed a process here that you're recommending. I would love to. The first one is to create confidence because if we don't have confidence in the person that we're dealing with, the sale ends there because, as we mentioned earlier, we trust people more than products. And the other thing is, unlike maybe some other generations, we don't want to become experts on every product we buy. We want to find an expert we can trust. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is to determine desires. And desire is really what motivates us to buy. Desire is one of those things that uh, is so critical because it drives all boomer behavior. Cheryl, Ken, we don't buy what we need. We buy what we desire. And let me kind of put this in perspective. Remember last week we listened to Leo, and he was talking about what they ate every meal. It was basically lawn trimmings and, and, and rice with sand in it. Yeah. Six, seven, eight years. And so it kind of goes back to desire. We desire food. And we could live a long time on red beans and rice and, and cabbage, but what was Leo desiring last week? He was desiring little red peppers. And they were willing to risk a beating to get little red peppers. Mm-hmm. And, and the desire was so strong that they were willing to get beat to get something beyond the basics. And it, 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 desire is such a powerful motive. Steve, I am so excited about having you on. And, and the fact that you've listened to last week's show and, and Leo in particular, everything that we do, when I say we, I'm talking about Cheryl and I and yourself and your company and your business and, and many, many successful entrepreneurs, the elements are the same. We all basically do the same. We love it. We get excited about it. We all work harder, smarter, longer, and we look for our way to give back. Uh, my way right now is with veterans, and I'm so excited about the fact that you um, are interested in this as well. But there's so much that we want to do. And for our listeners, please listen carefully to what we're saying, but apply it. Don't just listen to it and say, boy, that's a good idea, but make it happen. Steve, your thoughts on how our listeners can make it happen. It goes back to they've got to desire to do it. If you don't, it's like smoking. If you don't want to quit, you're not going to quit. If you don't want to be successful, you're not going to be successful. And so the first thing you've got to ask yourself is, where do I want to be next week, next month, next year? And then the second thing is, how am I going to get there? And the third thing is, what plan am I going to use? And then the fourth thing is, and the hardest one is, do it. Exactly, and some of the steps that you've already talked about, creating the confidence, determining the desires. On the last segment, we talked about the third step of customizing solutions. Uh, What is step four? The next one is reduce risk, and and boomers are really risk-averse. We we, we don't like risk, but at the same time, (laughs) we know that the more we risk, the more we reward in in many cases. So if, if you really want to help us, give us the right information, to, be, to reduce our risks, both imagined and real, because a lot of times the perceived risk of doing something is a lot higher than real risk. And so in a sales situation, don't hide risk. Tell us what you're going to do to alleviate or reduce it. Uh, one of the things my wife loves is 
return policies. <laughs> she'll buy something. If she doesn't like it, she'll take it back. What a great way to reduce risk. And, and then the next one is elevate emotions. And, again, as we mentioned earlier, we're emotional buyers. Uh, so you've got to sell the way that we want to buy, not the way that you want to sell. And, and so when you stop and think about it, the big difference between anything beyond the low-cost minimum solution, the big difference isn't logical, it's emotional. Take a look at cars. What do people buy cars for? If it was only because of gas mileage, we'd all be driving Priuses and Ford Focuses, but we don't. We drive it because of how it makes us feel. Then the next thing is going to be validate value. And so one of the things that happens is the value has to exceed the price before boomers buy. And that's what your job is as a consultant, is to explain the value, not just the value of the logical things, but the emotional things. How am I going to feel in front of that big screen TV when my friends come over on football Sunday? Those are so critical. And value that's not documented in our mind doesn't exist. So that's another thing that the client, that the, the consultant must do is to help their clients see the value in everything they do. And the key to that is to provide the three things that nobody else can provide. They can't get you, the consultant. They can't get your company, and they can't get your customized solution. So if you want to take away today, just think about what can you do that nobody else can do and what kind of solution can you provide? And we're talking about sitting in front of an interviewer now. What can you do that nobody else can do? What can you provide? And what kind of solution do you have to your client's problem that nobody else has thought about? And then the last one is to attain agreement. And the interesting thing there, if the client hasn't bought then, all we have to do is to review the benefits that they told us they want and then stand out of the way. It sounds pretty simple, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Very simple, Steve, and it works. That's the beauty of it. Are you listening to our listeners? It works, it works, it works. Remember, listeners, there are three types of people. Those that look at something and never do anything about it. Those that look at something and say, boy, boy, this is something I ought to do. And those that look at something and say, I am absolutely going to make it happen. Please make it happen. And you know, kid, if you take a look at the history of the United States of America, the people that have been successful haven't been the ones that had the, the, the great IQs or, or, or the, the great grades in school. They were the ones that had a process, and they went out and did it and did it and did it and did it and did it. And before you knew it, they were successful. Pick up any biography, it'll be the same story. And you know, Steve, well, perseverance, hanging in there, making it happen, never, ever giving up. Okay, what I call fight one more round. You'll never lose if you always fight one more round. What a well, great philosophy. We're, we're coming on the end of our program here. Uh, we would be remiss not to mention the last chapter in the book on referrals. Uh, Steve, tell us how our listeners can get your book. Boomerselling.com is going to be the easiest way. And Cheryl, if they go to boomerselling.com, there's also a complimentary special report that they can download. Real simple. Or uh, any of the sites, Amazon or your favorite bookstore. So Boomer Selling is available, and we hope that it helps you do the things that you want in life. Thanks so much for being with us, Steve. Next week we have another great program, so we'll see you then.
Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff, and management.